Welcome to another podcast from the Rotary and Community Service Radio Show, which is now in its 12th year. Our show is heard every Friday between 6 and 8 p.m. on Community Radio Station 94.1 FM 3WBC and is also streamed live on the World Wide Web at www.3wbc.org.au. Here is a recorded interview, first played on the 21st of December 2018 by Ian Salick with District Governor Bronwyn Stevens of Rotary District 9800. This is 94.1 FM 3WBC, the voice of the Inner East, and you're listening to the Rotary and Community Service radio show with Ian Salick right through until 8 o'clock tonight. Now it's such a pleasure to welcome back to the program the very nice, hard-working, genuine hands-on leader of Rotary District 9800, District Governor Bronwyn Stevens. Bronwyn was last on the program in very early July of this year when she officially took up the role as District Governor. Bronwyn Stevens is a member of the Rotary Club of Melbourne South and as District Governor is a great asset to District 9800. She has made her presence felt so very strongly through leading by example with her dedicated, relentless, hard work both on local community projects and international Rotary projects. It has become even more obvious in the first half of her governorship, the first half of her year, why Bronwyn was so well chosen by her peers for her leadership role in 2018-19. Bronwyn Stevens, welcome back to the Rotary Show on 94.1 FM 3WBC. Oh, golly gosh, Ian, what a warm welcome. Thank you very, very much. Well, Bronwyn, that is absolutely deserved, so well deserved. And it's great to have you back in Melbourne because every time I look at Facebook, you're travelling, be it to Hobart or to Kenya or to... Uh, or, or to um, uh, where else have you been? I, I went. To, I popped over to Lao for a couple of days. Lao. Just this week, yeah. um, supporting Rotary Club of Central Melbourne and the wonderful work that Roy Garrett and uh, and Annie and the team there have done building hospitals. And what a joy just to spend two days there. But up and down the Calder, we've been up and down the Calder an awful lot this uh, this last few months. Yes, we're always travelling. You are, and I know sometimes it's an overused word, but the word amazing springs to mind when I look at the way you move about so much within the district and outside the district overseas to our overseas projects. It really is a wonderful effort that you're putting into your year as District Governor of District 9800. You should be so much commended for what I call walking the talk. Well, Nairobi was unexpected. Um, That was uh, a wonderful opportunity to support one of our young um, candidates who was an opportunity to put someone up for an award, a worldwide award. And uh, he was one of six people selected to be a young innovator. And I got to carry his luggage to Nairobi. And that was a two day trip also, Ian, most unexpected. I don't know how you do it. I don't know what jet lag is like, but you must be permanently jet lagged. You never looked like you are jet lagged, but by golly, you move about. Bronwyn, we would really like to hear about the first half of your year, and that's the reason for talking to you again within this calendar year of 2018. 
Uh, I suppose uh, a bit of an update of what the district uh, has been about uh, and especially related to those goals that you personally set out to achieve in this your year in District 9800. Ian, um, this role of District Governor is a, is a special privilege and it's all about supporting the clubs, our 63 clubs in our, in our area. But something that uh, Peter Frew, immediate past District Governor, discussed um, as we were preparing for this role was the opportunity to break down boundaries. And of course the boundaries across Victoria are only arbitrary and there are five districts of Rotarians in Rotary. And it was a great joy preparing as District Governor-elect to meet the other colleagues of mine um, in our training. And we discussed perhaps a multi-district opportunity and that's been a huge pleasure of exploring uh, how we could collaborate with Rotarians right across Victoria. And that's been a, a key initiative this year in, in looking at um, collaboration and cooperation and sharing projects across clubs, across districts. And of course, we're moving now into our multi-district conference across all age groups and across all districts. That's been a key initiative. And I know that's going very, very well. Yes, we've got almost 1,500 registrants for the Rotary um, aspect of things. Side by side with that, we've got an Interact Forum for secondary school students. We've also got an Early Act Forum for primary school students. And we've got a Social Cohesion uh, Forum for 18 to 30 year olds exploring um, leadership opportunities their, their um, social values and all of the things that, that young people are interested in championing. We've also got two bays of the exhibition um, halls next door where projects will be showcased, what Rotary does and the public are coming in and seeing exactly what we're all about and they're also invited into our, uh, our Rotary plenary session so it's very exciting. Well that's great that it's open to the public and we'll be talking a little later that uh, we'll be replaying in a show a little later in the month of, uh, of December. Uh, we'll be talking to Mark Stevens, who is the chair of the multi-district conference and finding out a bit more detail about that wonderful opportunity. So that particular goal uh, has been well met and will be enacted uh, in February next year and we'll talk about that a little later. Bronwyn, what are some of the standout club projects that have really, to use the word again, amazed you so far? Well, I, you know, I wouldn't like to single out uh, any, any one club project above another, but it is wonderful connecting clubs with each other. And when, when, uh, when one club is doing something that then another club on the other side of town perhaps is doing, saying, hey, did you realise that perhaps um, you could connect with each other? And, uh, and cross-pollinate, so to speak. And that's, and that's a, a, something in the role that I really enjoy. Something else that, um, that clubs are doing more and more is showing their projects out in community and doing uh, what Barry Rasson expresses as a Rotary Day. So instead of uh, having their Rotary meetings within four walls, while they're doing projects out and about, talking about what it is to be in Rotary 
with the public that they're volunteering with and perhaps having a rotary meeting while they're volunteering and it all becomes part of a part of a broad conversation and people see that we're not um, we're not elitist and we're not um, a, a male dominated organization we're not something that's uh, unusual we're just people like you and me doing good in the world and they want to become part of that so that's uh, that's a, a, a very interesting conversation it is very important that we are shown to be all-encompassing mm. uh, and uh, involved in all parts of community life and assisting the community. Yes. Uh, it's not an exclusive club. It's a very broad church, to use another expression, isn't it, Rotary? It really is. We are. We're, we're diverse, we're inclusive, and we're all together in everything that we do. And I think that the People of Action campaign is a great way of showing that. And I've really enjoyed when I go around the club meetings on my official visits is uh, showing the the club in action doing their projects with the people of action campaign together we inspire together we connect on top of the graphics and it really brings projects to life using using that people of action campaign i know bronwyn you're very democratic and you don't want to single out any particular projects but i know something that is very close to your heart and i'm going to press you on this point and that's DIK and, of course, the World of Difference projects. So perhaps you might just touch on those without... The, I mean, there are a multitude of projects, but I know those two, before you became District Governor, uh, you were very immersed in, so you might just like to give us a very brief update on those two Well, areas. I think Donations in Kind is, is a, a very good one to promote, uh, Ian, because all clubs actually can use Donations in Kind for their projects, whether it be community or international because it's a uniquely placed warehouse where corporates and um, and others donate what would have been landfill um, hospitals donate beds and equipment schools donate uh, desks and chairs and corporates donate new misbranded um, clothing and it's there ready for clubs to avail themselves of for perhaps offshore um, developing country use or local community projects, perhaps homework clubs, um, there's wheelchairs, there's uh, over shower chairs, there's all sorts of things. Clubs can just make a wish list and come and use it for whatever they need. Just a wonderful resource in our district as is Western Emergency Relief Network for domestic um, relief situations where perhaps a house is burnt down and uh, a family is in crisis, needing a whole household of goods. So those are two um, wonderful resources for our clubs and I commend the people who volunteer there um, tirelessly to get our jobs done. Wonderful effort and I know you work there on a Tuesday sorting books so you're very much involved in it. It's not just talking about it, it's doing something there which is excellent. And, and Bronwyn, World of Difference, um, uh, you might care to mention something about that area of operation overseas. Well, that's where <coughs> I, um, I had my rotary moment, I guess, Ian, so it's near and dear to my heart, where um, World of Difference is a humanitarian schools uh, tour program where people can go to a developing country um, and immerse themselves in the culture and uh, the situation of the country. 
make donations and do sustainability projects over in that developing country and, um, and get involved in the needs of that country. Perhaps explore a, a project that, that club, the club could get involved in over there and come back and perhaps uh, go for a district grant and, uh, and sustain the project in that country. It's also an opportunity for a schoolies alternative trip, World of Difference. At the moment, Upper Yarra Secondary College is, um, is in Cambodia, being led by Barry Hickman from the Rotary Club of Brighton. They raised $10,000 during this last year, and over there they're spending it on um, sustainability projects throughout Cambodia. Um, they're being matched by a district international grant through the Rotary Foundation, making impactful difference in Cambodia. So it's a great learning for that school through World of Difference. Such a revelation to hear that schoolies are going there and not going up to party at Byron Bay and the Gold Coast, for them to go and do something so worthwhile and as they move through their lives, far more meaningful, obviously. Absolutely. Life-changing. Life-changing. Mm. Bronwyn, getting back to the, the work that you do and the visits that you make, have you now completed all your official visits to the Rotary Clubs in the district? Tomorrow we're having the pleasure of going to Altona and that will be our last visit. Oh Bronwyn, what a superb effort it's been. So within the first half of your Rotary year, you've done how many clubs? 63. 63 clubs, which is the district clubs. That is absolutely marvellous. Have you done the e-club as well? Yes, by, uh, by Zoom. By Zoom, which is uh, wonderful, wonderful. Um, Bronwyn, You've emphasised in the past that Rotary Clubs are autonomous, so you must have some interesting and different formats in the way the meetings are held and, and I dare say in different locations. It may be interesting for our listeners to hear, our Rotary and non-Rotary listeners, to hear how Rotary attends to its meeting format. There, um, there have been some very interesting meetings, Ian, and um, I, love, I love sharing the ideas that... that different clubs are exploring now with flexibility models. Some, some interesting sergeant sessions now are, are occurring and I love what Brighton North are doing instead of a formal sergeant session. Um, President Meg Ryan has decided to have a treasure table and, um, and the club members can bring along their unwanted um, treasures and bid for them and they're finding they're raising quite a lot of money. Is it a silent auction or do they do a little public auction? I think they, do, they just go and, and put a price on it and people, people pay that price. Isn't that but, wonderful? But talking about auctions, um, there's a social enterprise auction happening at the Central Melbourne Club where local businesses donate coupons or goods um, such as coffee coupons or bottles of wine or kickstart um, enterprises and they put in a bottle bag so the members don't know what's in that bottle bag they look like look like bottles of wine and they're auctioned instead of a sergeant session and they're supporting um, local businesses in the City of Melbourne, social enterprise businesses, and that's instead of a sergeant session. Very innovative and very different. Yes. 
And, and where, do, where does Brighton North hold, hold its meetings? Um, they hold their meetings at the um, Brighton Yacht Club. Oh, very pleasant indeed. Very mm. pleasant. Another innovative idea is happening by Laverdon Point Cook, where they're having different meeting formats for the four uh, weeks of the month. And I believe that um, one of them is a, a relaxation meeting where someone's invited to come along and facilitate something like yoga or meditation or that kind of a, a mindfulness workshop. The next is a speaker, the next is a, a social meeting and then the next is, a, is their committee meetings that kind of a format. So very interesting things. And variety, that's what the, the, the key is, variety. That's right. Uh, you don't want the sameness, do you, in every Rotary meeting? Correct, correct. Hmm. Well, Bronwyn, um, uh, thank you very much for talking to us. Uh, we're going to take a little break, as we always do in the, in the Rotary show, uh, between interview segments. And uh, as this is the Rotary Christmas show, we're going to have some Christmas songs and songs about love in the world, because this is the time of the year when those things come to the fore. And the next song I know is one of your special favourites. Um, it's going to be, uh, well, we'll keep it as a surprise for you, but I'll be able to talk about it uh, after our little break. And when we come back, I want to ask you about the second half of your Rotary year and your focus for Rotary District 9800. Welcome back. This is 94.1 FM 3WBC, the voice of the Inner East, and you're listening to the Rotary Radio Show. We're talking with Bronwyn Stevens, the District Governor of Rotary District 9800 in this 2018-2019 Rotary year. Well, Bronwyn, this year is going so very fast, isn't it? Uh, I suppose it's hard to believe you've only nearly six months to go. What will be your focus as we travel towards in June 2019? It is going fast, isn't it, Ian? It's uh, amazing. As we travel towards June, um, I have some thoughts to support the clubs. We have 63 clubs and some of them are really, really busy, really, really active and travelling really, really well. Others are needing some support and it'll be great to have some time to help focus where they would like additional support. Also we've got a team of 35 support crew so it'll be nice to have some space to have conversations and support them where they'd like support. It'd be nice just to have some breathing space in the next six months. And, and Bronwyn, um, you've got a lot of activities I know that you'll be personally looking at, uh, especially coming up to this multi-district conference, but all those other wonderful activities that are part and parcel of Rotary, uh, World of Difference that you've already mentioned, uh, Rotarians Against Malaria, violence-free family campaign work, uh, all those things will bubble on and be very well looked at in the second half, I take it. 
Well, Rotarians are really good at getting on and getting their projects done and innovating and there's a lot going on. Um, my, my job is supporting the clubs and their, and their presidents and, uh, and, and helping them uh, with that structural work, yes. And being the link, as you said a little earlier, between the clubs, emphasising to the clubs what other clubs are doing, how they can better themselves and take on innovative and new program types that they may have not thought of in their own right. Well, the, the connection between the clubs is, uh, is a, a great uh, part of the role and uh, the assistant governors and myself have, have such a unique opportunity of connecting clubs, connecting projects and this multi-district conference will be a great way of connecting across projects too. It's a great, uh, a great joy when people find each other when they're working in the same part of the world or as the same project and they can cross-pollinate, yes. You're very much like a CCO, a Chief Coordinating Officer, aren't you, in Rotary as part of your role leading the district but also coordinating the district and that's vitally important. And uh, you do it so very well with your visits to clubs. They're so inclusive, your meetings. When you come to clubs, uh, you've been an inspiration, I know, Bronwyn. Uh, your personal enjoyment, uh, out of 10, how would you put it? Oh, it's absolutely a joy. It'd be 15 out of 10. 15 out of 10. <laughs> well, and, and, it's in, and in terms of your own personal development, it's good, isn't it, Bronwyn? Uh, district governors put a lot of hard work in. And it's not just for one year. It's really for three years, isn't it, that you're, you're working. You're, you've got your nominee year. You've got your... Pre your uh, governor-elect year and you've got your own year. So it's three years of very intense work that you put into Rotary. Well, I don't know that I'd describe it as, as work because it's an enormous pleasure. You're around really, really good people. They're doing wonderful things. The service programs and the projects that, that uh, the clubs and Rotarians are exploring and, and involved in are fantastic. And to be able to support them um, is a privilege so I, I can't describe it as work it's just it is a privilege to be able to be in this support role and you develop in the role the three years is an evolution and this district governor year is sort of the culmination of that so it's it is a joy. Bronwyn very importantly of all the things you've talked about uh, we hope that's generated some interest in Rotary how can people guess, best go about joining Rotary? What do, they, what do they do first if they want to join Rotary? And especially District 9800, which is in the area of broadcast of this radio station in Burundara and Whitehorse. Um, how do they go about joining Rotary? Well, there's a Rotary club or multiple Rotary clubs in every area that people would be listening in. So it's a matter of of just going to the internet and typing in Rotary and it'll pop up there's a club near you and just contacting that club and they would make you very very welcome to just pay a visit. You could go to several clubs very close by they've all got a very unique flavour. In the 63 clubs in this particular district I've got to say that everyone is unique and I would urge people to pay a visit to a few clubs to see which one fitted your particular um, personality perhaps 
and then um, after a few visits um, see which one fits right and I'm sure that you'd be most welcome and uh, be invited to membership and it would be a very smooth transition. And of course Bronwyn you can select a club that best suits the timing for you either a day of the week or whether it's a breakfast meeting or a lunch meeting or a dinner or an uh, e-meeting or an e-meeting mm. uh, which is the e-club uh, where they get online on a Wednesday night don't they and, uh, and have a, a meeting online which is very innovative especially for very busy people that's a membership that uh, I believe will grow as people become busier and especially young people have an opportunity without moving out of baby minding or child minding they can do their rotary connection through home uh, and that's a great idea. Correct and uh, and regular meeting clubs are welcoming people to come in via E also and anyone can join Rotary from 18 years of age or Rotaract. Um, both models are available from 18 years of age. People are most welcome to come along. Many opportunities Bronwyn to give back and put back into the community not just take out of the community. Well Bronwyn thank you so much for talking to us on the Rotary Radio Show. It's been a real pleasure to hear good news and the work you personally do and the district clubs do, and I know will continue to do in this year under your governorship, provides such wonderful assistance to the local community and certainly internationally and especially in your case. It's very much in line with Rotary's annual theme in this Rotary year, Be the Inspiration. And I know we believe we are the inspiration and you especially are an inspiration. And that of course teams very nicely with our overarching motto, service above self. Bronwyn, a Merry Christmas to you and your family. And Ian, to you too. And thank you so much for what you do in Rotary Radio, all of the stories that you share and the important Rotary message that you bring Thank you very much for all you do. Thank you. The team uh, loves doing it and uh, I know we'll continue to provide the same in the next Rotary year and onwards. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This podcast was produced and presented by Ian Salick of Rotary District 9800 in Victoria, Australia. More podcasts can be found on iTunes by typing into your browser Rotary Radio, Doing Good in Victoria, or alternatively by going to the Rotary District 9800 website at www.rotarydistrict9800.org.au and clicking on Rotary Radio.